0: Everybody. welcome back to this is gonna hurt fifth edition Dungeons and Dragons podcast. <laughs> this is a podcast. You've done that one already too. <laughs> Really? I've done that one too. <laughs> yeah.
1: So we are five guys from Long Island, and we play Dungeons and Dragons. I'm Owen. I'm the DM, and with me at the table we have I'm Alex, Craig. Jeremy. And Steven. Wait, guys, I'm actually concerned. Do I have, like, a string that you just pull and I repeat phrases yes, <laughs> on my so Yeah.
2: <laughs> the other one is, there's a snake in my boot. There's a snake
1: in my boot. <laughs> it's about time you found it. <laughs> so, snake in your before root. I recap what happened last time, and I should probably remind myself what happened last time, I'm going to turn it over to Steve. He is going to tell you a bunch of stuff about where you can find us and whatnot. Yeah. Steve? So
2: if you wanted to follow us on things, you could do that on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Handles are gonna hurt D D or I think Facebook is this is gonna hurt. But if you search This is gonna hurt on Facebook, we'll probably pop up. You could also find us on our website, this is gonna hurt where you'll find links to our spreadsheet and Amazon stores as well as our Patreon if you wanted to help. Keep bringing this podcast to the public, because if you don't, we're going to just not release it. We'll record it anyway, and edit it, and do all the work. And just listen and just like, to like, it ourselves. That sounds No, that sounds no. Like horrible. Waste right. of time. The last place you can find us is on iTunes. I mean, all the other podcast things, too. We've leave us a review on iTunes. Other people will be able to find us, and
1: that's pretty cool. I think that's everything. Cool. Back to you. So, last time on the show, the Goblin Splooshers, plus some accessory members, uh, are involved in a tournament. And the grand prize is 200,000 gold pieces. So Honored. that's a pretty good, I, yeah, I know. But in case this is somebody's first episode, I wanted to them to know they go gold to pieces. Well, yeah, of course they should go listen to the other episode.
3: Now that's no way to treat
1: a first-timer here. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying, Jeremy. Come on. Jeez. So in the tournament, it, uh, the way it works is that each day of the tournament has two parts, a test of skill and then a test of might. And Lorthamar uh, did very, very well in the game Owned of hide and seek. It. Korath yeah, really. took out the strongest yeah. member of the Brotherhood of Vengeance. Owned the, it, the one, the the ones that were here at least. Uh, that's like one of the top guilds in the country, apparently. And that put them on top for day one. Well, although the points to start fresh every day, but they eliminated two different teams from the uh, the competition, and they that was it. And so they went. back to their rooms, there was some unsettling stuff that happened, but I'm going to glance over that for now. And if you're curious,
0: go back and listen to the last episode. Because otherwise, this is gonna hurt. My leg!
1: Alright, so Goblin Splooshers, Yes, you find yourselves back yeah. in your booth overlooking the arena. You uh, you you woke up and, we and, long rested, and right? day two, you've long rested. Yeah, um, oh, <laughs> your halfling um, server, Merble. Merble, came and made sure you made sure you were awake and he brought you back to your booth when it was time, and, and once again people are are coming in and they are uh, you know, the audience is is filling in. you see the other teams getting into their booths from the stone box that you're basically standing inside and uh again there's like a there's like a wait time from after you arrive to when the actual show seems to start, but the the lights in the whole the lights in the whole arena they just kind of dim and then and then this time, instead of being a big dramatic opening, there's just it it almost it almost looks as if the arena is really foggy and then it turns into sparkles and then it turns into flower petals. Ooh. And when the last flower petal falls, Albert Cuffleton, host and MC of the tournament, is standing in the middle in a green tuxedo. Old choice. A part down the middle of his hair. Pushed just and the hair just straight down the sides. No face paint today. But still 100% <laughs> gorgeous. Yes. And so, everyone's like, it's, it's very calm almost. Mm-hmm. It's after the beautiful display. And he just erupts in sound.
0: Welcome to day two! And fireworks in, in <laughs> all colors. <laughs>
1: just fill the arena and uh and 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 he says welcome back for the event of the decade and he's not going to introduce any of those people again even though you probably should because someone could be new that day but he's not going to because this is only like a 45 minute show
0: uh <laughs> the podcast not the tournament and so he says today we have a spectacular event planned. and i hope you enjoyed the tests of strength in the audience. They, you know, they applaud and yay. And then someone's like, yeah, Korath sucks.
1: <laughs> oh. Why did they say yay first? <laughs> because it's just the <laughs> crowd, bro. And so, it says, today, teams, get ready. There's a special event planned. Now, oh, oh, wait. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, I forgot. I forgot something. I forgot something. He's doing this live. And the powers that be have decided to add an additional rule to the tournament. So, as stated yesterday, the same member of a team cannot compete in more than one event in a day, and they cannot compete in the same type of event two days in a row. Mm -hmm. Additionally, were a team to make it into the semifinals and therefore be in the running to win... All five of their team members must have competed in an event over the course of the tournament.
0: So today, teams, are you ready to deliberate on who you will send? What's the event? Today's event is called Catch the
1: Sparrow. Oh. And there's a puff of green smoke, and he's no longer on the stage.
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> question was
1: that Junza or Lothamar? That was a puff of green
2: smoke. <laughs> uh, 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 catch the sparrow, catch the sparrow. Hmm. Interesting.
4: <sighs> um, sounds like an interesting event.
2: Catch the sparrow. Indeed. Are uh are any of you particularly quick at things? Well, besides Lothamar of course, he I, already I can draw very fast. Ice. I don't I don't know if that helps us today. Yeah, probably not. I
4: think
3: this should be Windar. Well, I have, I mean, if I have to catch something and Windar armors up his right forearm and shoots a web at a yeah. wall. Okay. I could do that.
2: Uh, that seems, uh, seems like that'll work. All right. I think we have our champion for the day. Well, for the event. <sighs> I, I, I woke up with a scratchy throat and uh, I'm deeper than normal. Don't worry about cool. it. I just, just got to do it.
3: I don't want to screw up. And I'm catching a bird. This is like a prelude. Windar armors up, but not his face.
1: So, this kind of black, silky, almost metallic covering comes over Windar. Are the legs out? Are they still in? Remember that there are four. Oh, no, no. No, the, the whitish the... metallic spider legs that can come out of you more uh mostly when you're actually going to do actual climbing mm-hmm. they they have to be out but you can take them out at any point not nah, the legs
3: are withdrawn they're <clears throat> I'm okay. just normal I but I have a question mm-hmm.
1: oh.
3: oh Oh
1: is it more venom like <laughs> it's kind of a mix between venom and the iron spider I would say
3: okay it's like the nanotech but venomy look yeah. so because okay. there's so the
1: actual <clears throat> armor itself is the black but you know how there's the iron spider has like the gold
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, yeah. it has that Metallicy too. Okay. So it is kind of like a Venom's version of the Iron Spider. Okay. Just a fun note for
2: our listeners. Every time Owen makes the sound of the armor going on, he also does this thing with his fingers, and it's like spear fingers, <laughs> like
1: going up. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and I just thought that was
1: like a fun little thing. Yeah. You know what yeah. I imagine is or he's um, tickling someone. Or it, <laughs> it too. The way I picture it is in like um, in like the movie version of X Men. When Mystique is changing, and it's almost like the blue scales that are flipping oh, yeah, themselves yeah. over—that's kind of how I imagine it unfolding that's over cool. his body. Cool. Um, so it's like your scales. Nice. They're hiding <laughs> on the armor's hiding underneath your scales. That's uh, cool. I like it. Kind of cool. So our contestants, and the, at this point, the 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 wall has come up again, it's kind of blocking wow. you from the view of the other contestants. So you can choose. Um, before we go down, uh-huh. I was I was going to do like a quick.
3: I guess a quick prayer to uh, Turnock and I forget the the female entity. I forgot her name.
1: What do you mean? The spider lady. Yeah, she didn't give you a name.
3: Okay, fair. But I was gonna like just say like a quick word, like, all right, here we go. Help me out, please.
2: <laughs> didn't the suit say that she served somebody? And, like,
1: <coughs> name yeah, Turnock. Oh, okay. Yeah.
2: gotcha. But the okay. Yeah,
1: the I knew- the, yeah. the being in the suit. Right. I to my knowledge. Did not give you a name. I if I, I made so. one up on the fly, Everybody I just so. Spider. I believe she did call herself the spider. Yes. Okay. Um, but if I if I gave her another name, I said it live, and I don't remember. He's he's like, all
0: right, here we go. Look, Windor. I'm your vessel. Please. And you again
1: hear that almost sinister female chuckle in your head.
0: Playing for Team Liberty.
1: And so at this point the the screen has opened up. Windar, you're being ushered down the stairs. Um, and the rest of you can see near the, the opening where Team Liberty, someone seems to be getting ready,
0: Peregrine Flynn,
1: and this, um, he's wearing like, he's a human, and he's wearing kind of like pink and gray feathers, almost as if he's trying to, like he wishes he was an Arakura, um, but is not, and he's wearing a mask over his face, for the Goblin Splooshers, Windarkathesis. Oh my! And you step out, and the crowd cheers. The crowd is a little more into you today than they were yesterday. I mean, they 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 knew who you were. They cheered, but but you can you. There's some hype now.
3: He does like a nice little wave, like hi. <laughs> oh dear.
0: For the Super Shifter Beast Squadron,
1: Jessica, and the, the pink. Where uh, f- uh, the halfling wearing all pink, the one that, like, who had Brimley. previously crushed on Brimley, that's what's up, is there, and she is adorning. Uh, she comes out in almost a flash of pink, and she's adorned by the similar uh, getup as the other two members of her team. Mm-hmm. Hers, obviously, in this, like, rich fuchsia. She begins to walk forward. <laughs> I just love something really funny. <laughs> this guy's name is uh, from the Evokers, his name is Glacial Blast. And I just realized I should have picked like other Gatorade names
0: for this. More names. Fruit punch. <laughs> <laughs> Glacial freeze. <laughs> Lemonade. Or, or like Mountain Dew flavors. <laughs> this is Code Red <laughs> uh, for the Evokers, Glacial Black. And he comes out, you know, and he's and he's. And he's you sound delicious. Woo! This so guy's got flushing.
1: his his arms behind his back. Uh, he has clearly a very cool demeanor.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Blue is a flavor <laughs> mm-hmm. from the commanders of metal. Elfo for
1: and a um, Goliath. Whoa! With a with a, a shield, a big Spartan shield on his back. And a mace at his side, but he's not wielding any of them. Comes out. He is more not more birthmarked than you, because of the symbols and stuff. The symbols, yeah. the markings are, 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 are part of your skin, but he is he's got lots of tattoos that are very like organic, natural Goliath. They they mimic the shape yeah. of his tattoos and they almost accentuate them.
0: And from cool. the resurgence, Nolman. <laughs> <laughs> Nolman? Nolman. Norman? Nolman. As soon as I, on paper, it made sense. Newman. And then as soon as I said it, I realized how stupid that <laughs> name sounds. Nolman! Nolman! And this guy, uh, he's wearing
1: a wearing a black cape the same way the rest of them are. You actually see that, almost like he's wearing a poncho underneath the cloak. Just kind of this, like, fabric that hangs down and covers most of his store. So in kind of a, um, almost like a cheetah- print uh, you don't see any weapons visibly on him and so Kingstar
2: oh they got eliminated (gasps) oh Oh my god no more Gregs and Bens and and Jerrys I
1: know sad about it Toms he likes that Jerrys we did that already alright that's alright Spike Spike. and so you you, everybody's moving forward cool so the rules of Catch the Sparrow are simple you must catch the sparrow! And you see from the cube, which has not left its spot, almost the illusion of just a small brownish gold bird that is just kind of like, just and just kind of like flying, making loops around. The rules are simple, fall and be eliminated. Catch the sparrow and complete the game. So the idea here is that if you fall, then you're last place. Okay, Like the team that was, you know, killed mm. first in the last game. Right. And if you catch the sparrow, if the game isn't over, you're just, you become, you know, the top. King of the hill? That No, not king of the hill. You're out of the game. Oh, okay, gotcha. And gotcha. you take first place. Uh, Theoretically, was... nobody could catch the sparrow, but if everybody fell... Right.
2: It would still wind up in an
1: order. It would still, there would still be an order. Right, okay, cool, so cool. So there's, yeah. Um, the way we're going to do it the same way we did yesterday... This is gonna be a little bit more rolling on my part because I'm actually going to roll for the other five people. There are six teams in this. So strap in! <laughs> I'm gonna to try to do it fast. I'm not gonna describe every little motion they do. This is not the same as yesterday, where you couldn't use the same skill three that you could only use the same skill every three times. Okay. You back to our typical skill challenge rules where you you personally cannot use the same skill two turns in a row. Okay. And I'm like nervous. <laughs> you cannot use the same skill as the person in front of you. So, why don't you oh, okay. roll for me? Oh, that's some interesting. Initiative. Basically the way it's going to work is if you fail 3 times, mm. there's you basically the chance for you to fall will happen. If you succeed three times, the chance for you to actually catch the sparrow will present itself. Okay. That makes sense? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> what was your initiative? Eighteen. Eighteen. I have pre-rolled the initiatives for these characters because time, you are going second. Wonderful.
0: You can do it,
1: kitty. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> do we die. Woo! Somebody, somebody like, so you're maybe like 10 feet up from the highest row of seats, and there's people like who are not watching the events, they're kind of just watching you. Cool. <laughs> and you see one of like kind of like a girl in like her twenties. She like elbows like the girl sitting next to her, and they yell,
0: "Yeah, Kitty! Woo, Kitty!" And they start they start uh, yelling. <clears throat> okay, oh, so man,
1: <laughs> we've never tried something like this with multiple different teams so bear with me if it's clunky <laughs> that's fine that's what editing's
0: for you want us to uh, help thanks. you roll or you want No, to do it's
1: so a- a- um now it's gonna be so much faster if i do it yeah uh, it was, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's gonna be faster if i do it it'll be it'd be more interactive if you guys did it no, but I don't, I don't
4: need to be, i'm gonna get through it just right. gonna go use the bathroom
3: <laughs> so <laughs> that's, that's team as you all you can see it while he's going to the bathroom
1: as you all go forward <laughs> and touch the cube And again, it waits for all six of you to have their hands on it. You find yourself warped. The cube rises up into the air. And instead of a large city landscape, you see basically what looks like an asteroid belt. And so, Windar, you find yourself in what feels like open sky. Looking down, you see no ground. And you find yourself on like a five foot by five foot by five foot asteroid. And there's a bunch of other asteroids, some closer than others. They are moving slightly. So occasionally one will move past you enough that you could just leap to it. Okay. And so basically all six of these uh, contestants appear on the asteroids. You see no sparrow. You do see that there are some asteroids that are darker and spikier, and are flying around a lot faster, mm. and are occasionally bumping into asteroids. Gotcha. Oh no. So immediately, right off the bat, Peregrine Flynn, he comes and he's got this grappling hook, and you see him, and it wraps around a rock, and he just kicks off, and he just starts swinging, and he lands on another rock. Okay. Your turn.
3: May I get a grip of my surroundings to see if I can find an ideal rock for me to gain purchase
1: on? So that's what you're rolling? Yeah. Like, it, that? Tell me what skill you want to use. Investi- oh, yeah. Investigation? Oh, I didn't tell you what DC that everybody is having to beat. Okay. Yesterday was a? 18. 18. 18. <clears throat> Today it's a 19. Okay.
3: What? Investigation, yeah. please. I'm not going to be
1: able to pass anything. <laughs> Do it. Roll it. He you beat an 18, mark down a success. 19. Not, uh, 19, yep. If you beat a 19, mark down a pass. You see, I'm honest. Could have gotten away with two. This is a tough competi- competition, guys. 28. That is a success. So you are taking a moment, not so much perception, but more investigation. You're actually scanning. You've picked one asteroid, mm-hmm. and you're scanning it, and you're really taking in every little detail about it. And I'll say that you, again, you don't actually know where the Sparrow is at this point, but... You're scanning this rock. I'm going to say that you you jump over to it and you just kind of perfectly land. It's actually a little bit far away. It's not right near you. And so, you're you're essentially kind of taking in what is kind of your territory. So you came from here, now you're here. You're just making sure that you have kind of your 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 bearings. That makes sense? Yes. All right. I'm okay. just going to kind of keep rolling, keep rolling while you're rolling, like rolling, rolling so rolling. that way I can tell you what happens and who does what. Okay. Okay, so, so- the uh, the pink halfling from the uh, super shifter Beast Squadron, she actually uh, attempts to do something very similar as Peregrine Flynn. You actually see she puts her hands together, and when she pulls, she almost creates like a magical cat's cradle in her hand, and then she twists, and it becomes kind of a rope, and it flies out from her, and it grabs onto a rock nearby, and she, she leaps off, and it just whoosh, unslips from the rock, and she lands and smacks onto a boulder below her Ooh. and you see like you the, like the wind get knocked out of her and the whole audience goes huh? uh, oh because oh, oh. so it looks like it really really hurt the uh glacial blast he uh, very like frozen style he <laughs> he starts running towards the end of his uh, his his cliff and he and he just like makes this like jut of ice and he just like Allows it to like himself to surf off just the last like three feet. And then he just lands gracefully on the rock that he was intending to land on. (laughs) L4 Jagermut. You see like, well, you don't see it, but the audience, you see him like very confused and very not confident about this. This is the guy (laughs) from the Commander of Metal. This is a Goliath in full plate (laughs) armor with, with a Spartan shield on his back. And what he actually tries to do is, Captain America style, he tries to take the shield off and he, you can tell that he's trying to get to a, a boulder that's below him and he tries to use it like a parachute. You can do it, buddy! But as he's doing it, actually, that tip of the shield, the edge of the shield bumps into a boulder nearby and it just spins him off. And the same thing. When he lands on it, you see, like, you see his foot. Turn, <laughs> and you see him land and, and just and just twist his ankle, and he lets out this howl, and you hear the howl. You didn't see what happened, but you hear the howl. And then, last but not least, um, stones and <laughs> <laughs> you could <can> do it. <laughs> uh, Nolman, the, the the human who uh, he's actually very close to you. He's actually the oh, like the person who you can actually make up the details on. You mm-hmm. can see in his face that his hood is now down. Uh, he's bald, and his whole head um, is is covered in tattoos. He's got that kind of cheetah thing on his chest. Him too. He doesn't have any weapons. And you can tell him, you can tell he's kind of like looking around and he almost takes just a minute too long. And you see one of these boulders come out uh, with the spikes on it. And it actually like, he sees it just like a second too late and he has to kind of like move out of the way. And he, he almost, he like has to catch himself before falling off the boulder. And you can tell that and he looks even more rattled now that this has happened. Then Peregrine Flynn, ooh, Peregrine Flynn, as he lets go of the rope, you see him just like, uh, that was his, we're calling that athletics. <laughs> um, you see him just gets like, whew, this almost like glider of feathers um, as he glides down to land on that rock and he, and he lands and he stands up and, he, and you see his head go like looking around. You don't see this window, sorry. Okay. Everybody else, he's looking around, then you see, and you see his head turn. Windar.
3: All right. Um, I'm going to try and go for, can I use Arcana to try and like channel, or like control the, the magical power of the suit and get myself over to that asteroid. He's trying to let like the magic flow through him. He's no, he's not, he know he's not the best shot. Like, he's not the most dexterous, but he's the most... So you're
1: trying to use your arcane knowledge of the suit...
3: Or, like, arcane ability, if possible.
1: Yes. And I'll say I hope you succeed. Thank you.
0: Here we go.
3: Oh, 17.
1: Ooh. All right, and so... I'm scared. So, as you're, like... You're kind of just like putting your hand on your chest and you're just trying to connect with your, your suit. You actually hear a voice in your head, the voice of the spider, and she says, I sense it nearby, but, but I can't pinpoint it. All right. That's a fail. <clears throat> one and one. Oh, I should have been rolling. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious. <laughs> do you know That's what those X's, are yeah. <laughs>
0: um,
1: the the halfling who has just like had the wind knocked out of her, she is going to stretch so through the cat's cradle. I'll say she she does something similar to what the Goliath did with his shield um, except she pulls out this like pink fabric almost as if she's gonna try to like attempts to catch some kind of breeze fortune favors the bold I suppose because as she jumps there's almost an updraft and she kind of just gets carried she's very light she's a halfling and so she kind of gets like pulled up by it a little bit and she ends up gaining a little bit of ground as far as being in the the actual asteroid field glacier uh, glacial blast uh, he as he's trying to like he was he felt really confident and so he tries to do it again except this time as he puts his foot down it just kicks out from underneath him and he just falls on his face the audience groans L4, <laughs> eager mood oh, poor guy um, he just like he just goes for just like a uh, we're calling that uh, acrobatics he just goes for like a running leap to try to just get a grip on something cuz he knows he needs to like get higher and as he does you see his whole body just slam into it and he 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 remains holding on to it but like, as he pulls himself up, he just spits blood and a tooth comes out of his mouth as, he, as his his whole face just slammed into the rock. And this um, this resurgent, some uh, very very similar, he uh, in in a haste to get away from this this spiky rock that he knows is flying around. He jumps, stubs his toe, doesn't quite hit his face, but but he he just he he lands on it, but his just his whole leg just slams up against him. You just you just know that he he bumped his toe into it. His shin went into the edge of the rock. Like it was it was not good. Peregrine Flynn landing. You see, and and his head had turned. He, you see him throw a smoke bomb and just, and. And you hear, the rest of you hear Albert's voice. And, oh, it seems like, it seems like Peregrine Peregrin Flynn is honing in on the sparrow. That's ironic. And then, oh, <laughs> let's see let's see if he's got it. And he, you see him just kind of burst out of it. And he lands on a, and he just, and he looks in his hands. And he has nothing in his hands. Oh. No. Wait, this, right. is, this is bird jerk, right? <laughs> no, this is not no. hawk. Oh, it no, is not. This is Peregrine okay. Flynn. Yeah. Sorry. Another bird guy. <laughs> all right.
3: Windar's like, all right. Screw it. He just decides he's going to try and run, jump, and get to another asteroid. Okay. Um, Acrobatics. Okay. Fifteen. I'm not liking this box anymore.
1: (laughs) I like how the uh, Glacial Blast guy, how you say it is? he is like Frozone and not like Iceman. (laughs) yes
0: (laughs) <laughs> yes
1: <laughs> through some manner of storytelling you see the <laughs> that's amazing oh it's getting tired you see my, my voice still hurts a lot um you see the the halfling she begins to make ground she she's she seems to have like a very like thread and cloth mm-hmm. motif about her oh the fabric she used was her cape she's a cape Whew, used her cape because okay got one. glacial blast uh whiffs it in some manner uh, L4 Jaegermoot actually he pulls himself up and he actually sees Glacial Blast like nearby and he yells, he gives out this roar and that's actually what causes Glacial Blast to fail and slip back and fall in his bum. And so that was somehow successful for L4 Jaegermoot. <laughs> Nolman. 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 <laughs> the audience notices that the, the Sparrow is actually flying literally like by his head. And he's looking around and Windar, you notice that he's got his eyes fixed on you. And the bird is flying around and he actually swats it away from him and he makes a leap to get towards you. Oh, a different game now. Okay. But misses and begins to fall. Windar waves at him. And, a- and after Bye. he's about 300 feet down, And he's in the arena.
0: Oh, Nolan has been eliminated. And and what a fool. I mean, he didn't even realize that the sparrow was right next to him. That's one down. Nolman. 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 (laughs)
1: Hello, Nolan. Hello, Nolman. All right.
0: Peregrine Flynn.
1: He got to start over. Ooh. Peregrine Flynn lands, and and he's all cocky and he actually tries to jump back into his um, cloud, and you actually then see him now horizontal roll out of his cloud, and he lands on a asteroid below. Apparently not being able to see the asteroid because of the cloud.
3: Mm -hmm. Windar, you up. Windar looks for another nearby asteroid, and when he locates one, he's just going to put all of his might into jumping into it. What are you using? Athletics. All right. If I go into a rage, I get an advantage on strength checks and and saving throws with Mm -hmm. that. Would a, an athletics track cap. Absolutely. Okay. Um, Windar goes into a rage. He's kinda mad at himself. Yeah, he starts yelling at himself. He's like, Come on, come on. He's like punching his chest. Do he's do like, it, come do on. It. And then like the four the four spider legs
2: pop out. He's like, Oh right! Picturing like a Shia LaBeouf Grab type that. thing here.
3: The fade Bender Just, just do like, it! Like, do it! He's like He's like, Here we go! He's like singing to himself for right. like inspiration. And oh my. Alright. That's 6 7 13 plus 9 22
1: All right. So as you as right. you psych yourself up you not only do you successfully reach an asteroid you get one that's just a little bit higher than the level you were at and so you do end up making it just a little bit higher. How does a success?
3: All right. For Windar. He's like still pump he's like still punching his chest like here we go.
1: <laughs> do it! Alright, and so kind of simultaneously, because this is kind of all happening at once, L4 Jägermoot, the Goliath, and Glacial Blast, they both go to make jumps, and as they do, their, their asteroids are moving, and they don't realize that they're moving in front of one another. Oh no. And they actually collide in the air. And they, they fall onto a similar asteroid, and only one of them will even have the chance. All right, so Glacial Blath, Blast just gets, just in the weight of hitting a Goliath midair, gets flung away, and, and just begins to fall, and is is gone. Oh, and Glacial Blast is out of the competition! And uh, L4 Yegermood is going to make a dexterity saving throw to see if he can hang on. And he, rolling a natural 19, manages to make it. He knocks this guy to the air, trips, slips, falls, just so managed to catch himself on the edge of this asteroid, and he actually manages to stay in the competition. Now, the pink halfling, you see her just weaving in the air, almost like these checker marks, and she sends what looks almost like a net out from her. And it wraps around. Windar, I guess you're all high enough that you probably see this now. This net comes off from her, wraps around, and she pulls it back. And she holds up a bird in her hand and is gone. And the bird flies away. Windar applauds. Has,
0: oh, we have our first capture of the day. Jessica from the Super Shifter Beast Squadron. Oh, yes. And
1: so she is now Ica, also out. Peregrine Flynn from Team Liberty. Uh Windar from the Splushers and L4 Jaegermoot from the Commanders of Metal are still in the competition. <clears throat> cool. Who's Paragon? Wait, is Paragon Team Flynn Liberty. Higher or lower than Windar right now? They're all pretty uh level with each other, with the exception. Uh, both of them are, are level with one another, except for L4 Jaegermoot. He is as low down as there are asteroids. L4 Jaegermoot. Oh, look at this. This is that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> We took some sweet videos of me <laughs> flicking minis off of perches. Whoa! Who's that? That's something. Yeah, thing. L4 <laughs> Jaeger move. Yep. It that's, just makes sense. That's, that's him. That's, that's
3: him.
1: Coreth. Yeah, I could have. Goliath. But whatever.
0: Goreth, would you yeah, get Korath.
1: here, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Alright, uh, minis on the field. It is Peregrine Flynn's turn. Ooh, that's a that's a success. Does a similar thing as he did before? He uh, he jumps and he tries to use his uh, his his feathery glider to to maybe catch some wind and, and almost body what's that called body gliding. Body. Yeah, when
3: I guess. When you like f-
1: squirrel suit.
0: Wingsuit. Wing yeah, yeah. Like
1: almost kind of like wingsuit over um, and try to gain some some horizontal distance, not sure. so much vertical because that's not possible. Windart. All right. For the record, if this is a failure, it's your third failure. If it's a success, it is your third success.
3: Indeed. However, Windar, now he's he's feeling a little bit better. He's like, all right, all right. And he sees, well, he saw the bird, now it flew away, but he's like, okay, all right, where are you? And he's going to investigate his surroundings again because he's able to. All right. And he's going to say, where are you? And he's going to give himself some bardic inspiration. All right. Investigation.
1: 27 (laughs) 27 is a success as you're looking around (laughs) you actually see a feather at your feet and you look up and as it's moving past you you actually see the sparrow a couple of feet from you so I need you to make any kind of something that would get the bird in your hand the bird has to be in your possession for it to count when shoots a web at it arcana check to no, 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 like oh. now. Now you're into like attack, some kind of attack oh, mode okay. or something like that. Oh, fly. So it could be an attack. Fly, web. Fly. If you if you do web it and it gets in a web to the point that you could go over and grab it, that works.
3: Yeah, no, he was gonna like web it and pull it back in. Okay,
1: and so when you do web on somebody, what happens? I think I have to roll some kind of yes, something. I think a, a dex saving throw. Yes. To avoid being captured on uh, the web. It's a, it is a, it is a si- tr- tricky bird. 16 DC. I have to beat a 16 and I get a dex saving throw on a bird whose only job it is, is to escape.
3: How high is it above me anyway? 50.
1: With its plus 9, I got a 15.
3: Oh yeah. my goodness. Wow.
1: And so I rolled a natural 4. Nice. Who are, wait, that's a 13. Thirteen. Oh, so you got a thirteen? Did the math wrong, but either way, still. thank you. <laughs> so, and and just between three asteroids, this just net of webbing appears, and it's just in there, and you're able to just with your um your your legs out, you're able to walk on your own webs, mm-hmm. and you just begin moving towards it, and you just I take it. Take it, and I'm like, and hi there. You are gone.
2: So now it's just. Perrigan Flynn and... Perrigan Flynn. Is and life for Jagerman. I'm,
4: I'm a little disappointed, to be honest. You didn't even use a conspiracy check, like, at all
3: in that right.
2: thing. I, I, really, you are I, ex, in it. I expected you to more be, like, convincing people to, like, jump off rocks. Yeah, like, like, hey, like, it's over
3: there. Yeah. Not not like, like, keep conspiracy <laughs> checks. No, he's... He had to, like... He had to step up. Get and even sparrow. though he got second, but... The sparrow he, he is still connected caught the sparrow. to the raven that I found.
4: <laughs> <laughs> and then everybody else is like, wait, what raven? It looks a raven now.
1: As L4 Jaegermoot is pulling himself up from the, and he's as he just gets into full standing, <laughs> taken out by one of those spiky asteroids ooh, ooh. and it actually he like hangs onto it for a little while and he's attempting <laughs> to try to like almost wrangle it to try to get some kind of and he and he and he's alive and he actually kicks off of it and he just misses one of the asteroids and he falls and he he was from the commanders of metal right
0: mm-hmm.
1: he did is Jessica around? Oh, he did. She's you, you, as you appear. Yes, all the contestants are actually standing inside of this um area.
3: I go over to Yes and go, "Hey, great job!" And like, I go to give her a high five. Oh, oh, thank you. I'm sorry about our previous meeting. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, that that's okay.
3: But yeah,
2: oh, oh, I have no idea you could do that. It was great.
1: Uh, it, was, it wasn't really anything. So Perifly can play. take all the time in the world
2: because he. He doesn't like by default just come in third. He does. No matter what. Oh, okay. If he
1: were to jump off,
2: he oh, would. But he could just like hang out of there forever.
1: But he takes his time. He acrobatics and ooh, kicks off. Ooh, kicks off. Lands up on a rock. Determines to <laughs> miss the foul. <laughs> determined Dude. to miss. And he, he sends a grappling hook mm-hmm. um, out and actually misses, and it, and it, and it, and it wraps around, and <laughs> it grabs his under... I don't know. But it, it, he tries to swing, and he, he whips it, and he lands on a rock, and this is his Wait. last check. This is either, either three successes for him or three failures for him. And as he lands on that rock and he goes to get up, it just kicks out from underneath him, and he falls. Peregrine Flynn is out of the competition, still got third place. Oh, man. So we're one of two people to actually catch the Sparrow. Nobody, only two of six people actually caught the Sparrow itself. Okay, so what was the order?
0: It was Resurgence Dude. In last place, Nolman from the Resurgence. In fifth place, Glacial Blast from the Evokers. In fourth place, Elthor Jaegermoot from the Commanders of Metal. In third place, Peregrine Flynn from Team Liberty. In second place, Windarka Thesis of the Goblin Splooshers. Right. And in first place, Yesica, I just wrote Pink Halfling. Yessica from the Super Shifter Beast Squadron! <laughs> Woo! And the, the crowd is
1: cheering, and, and as she, as like, they kind of signal to you that you can head back. They're actually, uh, some of her teammates are down waiting for her at the bottom, and then, you know, they give her high fives, and you see, uh, Modernigo, the, uh, the turtle. He actually just bends down and he gives her like a very slow hug. And yeah, that's uh, whew, that's the skill event. And so, nice cool when they comes they're down. They're all me. That means you currently have seven points. <laughs> Dice in a box. Dice in a box. So you currently have seven points. Yeah. Cause we eat the coolest. Yeah. It still starts at eight, even though there is no team to get two points and one point. So the top team got eight, and you right. got seven. Cool. So on and so forth. Yeah. All right. We did it. All right. We are not going to have an episode break. We're going to power through a little bit, and we'll say that there is an intermission, and it kind of seemed like the skill event is the daytime event, and then the battle is the Right. kind of nighttime event. And so I will give you maybe like, I don't know, five minutes of like real time to just anything that would like to happen or anything.
2: Windar, that was very impressive.
3: Thanks. Sorry I didn't sorry I didn't like win, but. No. Yeah, is. but you came in second. That's amazing. That's and
2: true. one of only two people to cash a sparrow. That's three. I, three.
3: Oh, he has a snack too. He came
1: back with a snack. Oh, form. no. Just two. two. Just two. Oh, Peregrine. Yeah. Peregrine. Yeah, he yeah, whiffed yeah, it at he the he end. He whiffed oh, it. even with all that that's time.
2: Very. Um, I'm color me impressed. Thank you. Um, Wait, how are color someone impressed? Okay. Um I mean, if I, it's either yes. way,
3: you guys are a hard act to follow up,
2: you know. If it's quite all right with uh you gentlemen, is it is it cool if I do the fight tonight?
1: Yeah. Uh I mean, it's I think it should either be you or Junta cuz you're the only two
3: that haven't competed yet. Wait a minute. Wait, Junta, do you want to fight?
2: Uh I guess it depends. Well, yeah, let's see uh who who we're up against, and go from there. Okay. There.
1: Cool. Well. All right. So you again, same as yesterday. Yeah. Um, the, the, there's kind of the slow process of who is going to get chosen for
0: the go, various Kurt, events. Go.
1: You find out that who's in last place. Resurgence. Uh, the Resurgence board Good. came in last place, and so they you you they put forward a contestant who is wearing all black and a white masquerade mask. Whoa. His his name is The Duke is Evil.
0: <laughs>
1: wow. Wait, wait. Who, I'm
0: sorry, what?
1: His name is The Duke is Evil. Who
3: uh, That's a
0: such a subtle name.
3: I wonder what it can mean. No one hey. is ever going to believe
4: him. The thing who is has just- the portable hole. Me. Uh can we open it? Oh yeah, I give it to you. Okay. And I I take out some things.
1: Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, from... Would there be any... The... Um, wait, is there enough time to, like, give him items if he needs items? Like, what kind of magic items do, yeah, like, does a little he bit. have? So, yeah, you said you had, like, five minutes? Yeah. But, but yeah. is there... But there's not enough time to, like... There would be time for him to attune to, to something, oh, no, if necessary. Never mind. No. No. Oh, I thought, yeah, like, no, no yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's, there's, there's an intermission and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there's, there's an intermission. If he needed to attune, he could. local
2: of Protection? Okay. And gauntlets of ogre power. I don't know what else would be helpful. Do you
4: wanna be able to fly? Do you wanna be a snowman?
2: That could be cool. I don't really know how I would work doing? that into my fight. If they can fly, you they can, can fly. get up and touch yeah. them. Do you want these sending stones so you can talk to us so while you're mean- fighting? I I don't think those would help during the uh the fight. You yeah, we could like give you advice and stuff. Uh, like I, one time. I think the boots might be a better idea.
1: Or wait, what else do I? Or I have my oh, or I'll have my belt of dwarven kind, but that just increases your com- constitution and makes you grow a sweet beard. That's right. Okay. Uh so Corax is, is going to take it's very important to me. <laughs> Corax is going to take off his boots. Okay. And Loan, and loan them and he's going to
2: Loan them. he's going to reek Corrette. yeah that's fine Corrette.
1: coming from
0: yeah. a guy who said Corrette. where's the dirt oh yeah um, what, uh, wash what,
2: your feet what, what's their official name uh, winged boots winged, 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 winged boots winged, winged.
1: so you can fly for four hours straight I believe you I can fly you have a fly speed equal to your walking speed cool
2: why am I not saying oh here it is
4: his walk speed is fine. Here, take these. They be, they were really
1: helpful during my fight, and at the very least it can help you. Can I have that orc? Wait, we haven't decided who's fighting yet, mm-hmm. have we? And that robed fighting? figure? Do you want to fight, Jenta? I don't know. It depends. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, I already gave you my pearl.
2: That's true. Cool. Um, He puts on the boots, and he's very grossed out. Um, Does anybody have anything magical that maybe we could, like, Clean these out.
3: They're perfectly fine. Window does pressed digitation.
1: Mm. Thank you. They are clean, but still smell. Mm.
3: He tries to do it for the smell, also, but it's probably so dank. It's, it's just pretty. Like,
1: it's pretty did- filthy. You may need like an hour of just continual <laughs> pressed uh, digitizing.
2: Just recreate an order, an order. An order. I'm very potent. While I'm attuning, he can just keep blasting them. He makes it a fart instead because he thinks it's gonna be more realistic.
3: <laughs> but less
1: but less. So just so offensive. you know, not only does it smell like a fart, now for the next for the first like five minutes of your battle, which is gonna be your whole battle, every time you like take a step, it just cool. <laughs>
3: That's great. Unintended consequence. <laughs> and so They won't they won't wanna touch you now.
4: Wait, so do you wanna fight the Duke is evil? Uh, I don't know who we're fighting yet. Actually, he's last place, so these probably fight.
1: Actually, you do know who you're fighting. So, uh, in the same way as before, it actually shows the battles from last time, like who fought who and who won. It doesn't seem like it's an actual like tournament, actual actual tournament grid, but I guess it does sort of work together. You, but you notice without him explaining it that these battles will be one on one on one, Mm. and so there'll be one member from each of three teams in the ring together, okay, fighting each other. And there will be two of those, basically, because there's six teams currently left in the competition. Interesting. You know that you are fighting against Team Liberty, and sorry, the Commanders of Metal.
4: Okay. T L. So because we were second place, yeah. they their their people are going to show first, and we decide. So
1: whoever goes unconscious first gets no, no. zero. I mean, whoever goes on, and then whoever goes in second gets five points, and then whoever, obviously, won gets the ten points.
4: Okay. No, I was saying, uh, ba- like showing the fighter that goes in order of last place to first place, right?
1: Yep. So the Duke is evil. Is fighting for the Resurgence, right? The next would be the Evokers, and I, I swear that it's it's written on the piece of paper. His name is Zap Canagan. <laughs> Someone call. And and he, hello, Kip. He is. Very Perfedulin, actually. Like, he's, he's you know, similar, pretty boy. Does, um, he, have,
3: does he have a little man with him? As is he you, wearing pants?
1: He doesn't. He is wearing the Evoker's robes. Everything
3: okay. that I own is 100% velour.
2: That's the of this episode now. He finds that Get for the Commanders. Shut up!
1: <laughs> I can't For the help Commanders it. of Metal, I love him. Uh, his name is Hattori Masamune.
2: Mm. What does he look like? Give me a description here. He's
1: He's uh, Asian. He's wearing the Commanders of Metal uh, armor. Okay. But um, slung over his back is basically like a two-handed katana. Gotcha. Which I believe... No, it's not a Nodachi. is a little one. I can't remember. That's okay. Cool. Two-handed katana over his shoulder. You find that... uh, Sixth place, uh, Dark Depths is fighting for Team Liberty. You see this rather short individual... Wearing a very dark blue cloak. Their head mm. is covered up. For you, it is Perfidula Cronita. And then the, for the super shifters is Gormok Urso, the dwarven uh, team leader who comes out in his red uniform, his two war picks already in his hands, and he comes forward. Uh, ready to fight, and so at this point, as they're announcing you, you're you're down at the lower level. Right. So if you want to throw in something you did on the way, we kind of rushed through a little bit to this point. So if you anything last minute, your fight is first. No, I don't. I can't think of anything else you would do. Who first. Who's our team leader? And so and so at I this point, he, um, you were Lord Thamar. Dark Depths and Masamune, and Windar are all in the arena. Me. Oh, uh, not one. Sorry, not wins. Our perfect little are in there. So, all right. Rolling initiative. Steve, roll some initiative. Let's do it.
2: Yeah, it's a good start. All right, cool. Is it a crit fail? No. Oh, okay. No, it's actually
1: a good start. What, oh, what you nice. got? 19. Uh, You're up Ooh. first. Okay. So now that you are on the field with them. Yes. You notice without even a perception check. That from within the dark blue robes of dark depths, mm-hmm. there are, you'll, you and Jeremy will like this, two tentacles that just kind of push the robes open just a little bit from within. Cool.
2: That's great.
0: Oh no. yep.
2: All right, so the first thing I'm going to do is cast Staggering Smite as a bonus action. Okay. Um, my sword starts to, to vibrate, putting off some weird energy. So I guess the first thing I would do is then sprint over to the guy in the blue robes and just straight up try to stab him with my gray sword. All right. Swing it around and, and do it, it there.
3: So Let me just run over. Let me see you crit, crit, crit. Let me see your crit, mm. crit, crit, crit. Mm. Mm.
2: Uh, mm. mm. That's a 20 to hit. That is going to
3: hit. I like it cool. anyway.
2: I'm going to load that up with uh, Divine Smite as well. I believe a third level plus I get improved Divine Smite, so I'm going to roll a lot of dice right now. Um, he also has to make a wisdom saving throw for the Staggering Smite. Okay. Um, same thing, it's got to be to 16.
1: That's why I gave you all my D8s, except there's another. He does not succeed.
2: Cool. It's going to take me a second to figure out all these dice. If this is a one-shot, I'm going to cry.
3: Um, I doubt it. two um, d6. You never know. It's true. Some high-level high people have really poopy uh, HP.
1: Oh, man. So just as he's adding up, just a reminder. So... Instead of actually teleporting you to kind of an illusionary world, you you are sort of in between planes, sort of at the moment. And then it's like this world is just become illusion. So there's a kind of a sphere, a half sphere that surrounds the field, and you know that everything within that sphere, nothing that happens is permanent. I want to stress that you're confident that nothing that happens in the sphere. Is permanent. Yes. Okay. Um, by
2: the way, also because he failed that save, he's going to have disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks and he can't take
1: reactions until the end of his mm-hmm. next turn. End of his next turn. Got it. All that's right,
0: let's, let's what roll happened, some
1: um, dice. Last week. Well, no. That's what happened, yeah, last week.
2: Whoa. That's a lot of dice. And then I can re-roll ones and twos, only on, on the weapon there. dice, right? Yes.
1: Nice. Uh, that's that's All good. Right. Let's do some
2: math. Math. That's 10.
1: The real reason we play D&D. 20. Mm -hmm. 44
2: plus 7 is math, 51 points of damage. Yes. Okay, that is math. What does it look like, this first strike? So he runs forward, his blade is doing all these weird things, and he just slashes up into him and... He seems to, he's going to get hit by like a psychic attack at the same time, basically from the sword. So he's going to recoil from that probably, um, and just feel days and everything. And Got it. So he kind really of, it cool. does
1: sort of look like a one, two oh, punch. and, and you uh,
2: radiating too when it, when it hits like a, a flash of radiant light because divine smite. What color is that radiant light? Um, he's going to be, it's like silver, just like a flash of silver.
1: So as you slice through and there's this Ooh. flash of silver light, he kind of, it kind of couples over a little bit and then you just kind of this like. You don't see anything hit it, but he just, like, his head recoils back. Right. As if punched by an invisible hand. And he's alive. Yeah. Cool.
2: That was all my movement.
1: Oh! Extra attack! I'm going to attack him again! Paladins are cool! Look at you playing a melee class. Right? Paladins are so fun, man. It's just a lot of dice Eldons, I think are actually my favorite oh that's like not class. too great uh, are probably the
2: 16 to hit
1: is going to hit whoa wow on the money
2: um, can oh, I use divine smite twice no I can't right yes you can like in one turn
1: yeah as every every time you make an attack you can dump well, divine smite I'm going to do this smite one into second level yeah boy
2: sick wow Dear. All right, uh, 12, 24, yeah, thirty-six plus seven is forty-three. Forty-three. Forty-three points of damage.
1: How would you like to do this?
2: Sick. So boom, baby. Right. So yeah, the radiant flash happens, and then he immediately brings the sword around, like he spins around and goes like a sideways slash, like windmill, I guess, and just slash completely horizontally through him, and the same thing. A flash of bright silver as it makes contact. And just cut straight through the guy.
1: Okay. That's what he does. Cut straight through the guy. Like horizontal, like top from bottom. You, you do so. Cool. His lower part and his upper part are now in two pieces. Right. And where his arms were severed, there are two arms on the ground. Yeah. There are also two tentacles on the ground. Cool. So he is in
2: Lots of six pieces. pieces.
1: Cool. Um, how much damage did you do on that strike? Oh, that was 43 points. You're going to take half of that in psychic damage. Ooh. What's... What? Okay. As a dark blue... Nobody else would see it, but you would. Mm-hmm. But as you're striking through, these dark tendrils come out from his chest and go into your head. And there's no save or anything for that? Nope. Okay. Not on the killing
0: blow. It's so convenient we found this guy just on the side of the road. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? Go purple!
2: Uh, let, me use, let me use that Dulo! spell. Dulo! Oh, I use it already.
1: Purple Dulo.
2: <laughs> okay, cool. What's happening? Nothing. That's my turn.
1: Oh. I'm, you it made, made it seem like I should be waiting for you. No, I'm just, I'm just getting ready for my next turn. So the pieces of him that are there just lay there. hmm Motionless. Cool. You've you've taken this psychic yeah. um, damage to the to the face. As you're looking, you see that on his torso there is kind of this like um, octopus almost the Hydra symbol from Marvel mm, around his neck. And you you get the sense that's kind of where those tentacles came out and, and kind of did this kind of just desserts thing to you. What kind of desserts? Heyo. Fruitcake and uh Because it's bittersweet. Hattori Masamune uh-huh. says, "Should we begin?" I'll let you respond. Um, he's, gonna, he's gonna so look can, up.
2: His sword, like the glow, like fading from from the sword. He goes, "Your move."
1: And he's gonna he's gonna run towards you. We can remove. Uh, we can we can turn that guy on his side. Yeah. He's gonna he's gonna run towards you. Okay. And there is a. It's just a shine that goes up the blade, and he's gonna run for it towards you, and lift his sword above his head, and just he's gonna he's gonna strike down. That shine on his blade is him adding some extra extra uh, juice to his uh, to strike. So, can I have the advantage die actually?
3: Did the crowd not react to, like, Perfidullo? Yeah, just, what happened when right, oh, is, yeah, like, yeah. immediately just oh, killed this guy. Yeah, like, so
1: there's kind of, like, it's, it's, it's like, yay, but there's also groans in there, too. Everybody knows that it's an illusion, but it's still, like, there's right. still blood, Yeah. right? It's as if this was a dream, and so there's still blood, and so it is still, like, there are people, like, still turning like, away yeah. and, and, and whatnot. This guy... So that would be a math. 21.
2: Oh, my AC is 21. Darn. Oh. Eleventy billion. That's good. Your AC is 21?
1: Wow. I am nice going man. to
2: use my reaction to cast Hellish Rebuke once he deals me some damage.
1: Okay. He's going to deal 11 points of slashing damage to you. Okay. hmm Okay. And then I cast Hellish Rebuke.
2: So once, once he does that, I point my fingers at him. And he's going to have to make a dexterity saving throw. Okay. He's got to beat a 16. 10,
1: 10, 10, 10. I'm going to go probably not. Nope. It's a 10. He has a 14. 10,
2: 10. 9 plus 8 is 17. He's going to take 17 points of fire, diamond. fire damage. Fire diamond. Fire damage.
1: Okay. I will tell you that it you see him take damage. Mm-hmm. And kind of knowing how much fire has been put into... Right. This rebuke, he only flinches a little bit, okay, and doesn't appear to be as burnt as, as you I would expect. Would expect him cool. to be. He is.
0: He's,
1: he's to go. going to strike at you again, okay, and he's going to roll very, very poorly. Does not make it to make to twenty one, okay, and you're going to see just kind of like hey, these like veins are just like popping and pulsing in his mm-hmm. neck. And he's going to go in for a third strike. Okay. So you get the feeling he can't do that all the time.
2: <laughs> like he's really like like straightening himself out here.
1: Yep, that's a twenty-five. That one's a hit. So he's going to do. Oh, some some would say he's surging with action, right? Yeah, now. yeah. <laughs> One might say that. So you take sixteen points of slashing damage. Cool. He pulls a hammy, and that I believe is. The end of his turn. Okay. Oh, he ran up to me, right? Mm hmm.
2: All right. He's just going to go straight forward and make this a, a sword fight, a big sword this fight. Is, he's got a great sword. He's got a big sword, katana, fight. and
1: they're just going at yep. it. Yep. I'm going to say when he, when that time, the second strike where he swung at you and missed, you blocked it with your great sword. That's cool. And That's there's cool. a lot of, ooh, every time someone makes a swing, there's a, and when he makes contact, there's an, oh, and when you block, there's an, ooh. Uh,
4: now he's just going to swing a sword. All right. Cool. Yeah, come on, perfunctory,
2: get you
3: Perfunctory Gordita. Uh, oh, a 16. I want a Gordita. He ch-
2: turns it away with his Nodachi. Cool. I missed, but Nodachi. because I took the attack action, I can still attack again, right? Yes. Yes. Right, cool, still get used some popcorn. To
3: oh, yeah. That melee.
2: sounds great.
0: Nice. I'll get oh, you some, some popcorn. Ooh. ooh that is ooh, better. You. A
2: 26. That's going to hit. And he's going to load that up with a third level Divine Smite. How do you that's pop My point? last one. Oh, roll snap. The ones and twos. Better. Okay, let's see here. Let's do some math, everybody.
1: How many spell slots do you have for this? What? How many spell slots have you used? Okay. I'm, I, I'm I do worry off. about it.
2: Okay. He's watching. I
1: don't know. keeping track of him. He's a, um, he's a level 13 pound. He's got plenty of smite slots.
2: 21 plus 12 is 33, plus 7 is 40 points of damage. Ooh. Um, and glowing sword, flash a bright silver light as I bring the sword across his body.
3: Okay. Do you have an action? Flash scene? of bright no, silver is- light.
1: I Feel me, silver. Perfidulo. And so you, sh- you slash, and again every time you 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 twist to make a cut to him. The audience and it slices through him, and he and he, and he looks hurt, uh-huh. and he is going mm-hmm. to. There's that similar. His his sword is similarly shining. Yeah, and. That is not good. That's a 17. It's going to miss. Bats it away. He's going to swing again. No. Also, really terrible. Bats it away again. That's a 15.
2: Happens. So at this point, Perfidulo is kind of like dancing when he's batting away the things. He's, yeah. he's like laughing. You're making it He's look having easy. a good time. Um, That's it. That's my whole turn. And he's going to, let me see here. He's going to kind of like stick his hand out. hmm no, I'm not. No, I'm just going to make a sword fight. Yeah. No, he's like, he's feeling in the, in the zone with the swords. So he, he parries, he parries again. He's just going to slash the sword across this guy's body. A crit!
0: <gasps> Woo! <Woo-hoo>! Yes! <laughs> make it happen. God. All right.
2: Bam! Well, obviously Divine Smite, but I can only do second level now because I've used up all the third and fourth level Yeah, but it's going to double! Yes, it is. This is going to be insane. I'm going to do the... 4d6 uh, and 2g8. Reroll. Those... So much oh. better. Okay. Okay. So second level means we get one, two, three, four, five. Yes. So ten D eight. So ten D eight. Jesus H Macy. So five, six, seven, eight,
0: nine, ten. Nine, ten. Oh! That's a lot of dice.
3: That's a, okay. that's a that's a lot of good numbers. So,
2: I think. Right, so that's forty two plus 17 is 59, plus 7 is 66 points of damage. And that's the first attack. So, super like the, as it's glowing even more silver than normal, and it's like really bright, and it's gonna be even bigger flash, because it's like supercharged divine smite, basically. Okay. So it's 66 points of damage.
1: And that was your first strike? Yes. Second strike? Only if you want to.
2: Yeah, I do! Overkill... So that was kind of like a cross-body slash, like diagonally. Um,
1: so um, if that was a cross-body slash, that's going to come in at his on his left shoulder. Sure. And it's going to make it down, like, well into his torso. Okay. And So, so what I'm going to do is, is kind of, in like, his body pull it out
2: and just slash again into the same gash and see if I can continue all the way through. Uh,
1: roll that. You can roll it with... Uh, Advantage, advantage and any attacks that hit are a crit. <laughs> because he's, unconscious. he's unconscious. I'm
2: gonna borrow that. Wow. Oh, uh, so close to a crit again. It's uh yes. Twenty-eight.
1: It hits. <laughs> you just want to roll a dice.
2: Yeah, I do. Wait, I don't it's, blame it's like you. Again. I'm gonna do that. Divine smite again. Uh, blow so this guy five. At
0: five. Uh, cool. <laughs> yeah, that, that 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 seems about right. <laughs> Okay. He didn't even use my boots. Four, I guess we're five, just scaring
2: everyone in the combat phase. Five. Oh wait. I rolled like it was a crit. Oh mm-hmm. wait, it is a crit, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alright. Five, six, seven, eight, nine. So alright,
3: Lorthamar, you impressed Ten. everybody during the during your skill challenge. I did alright during mine. You scared the hell out of everybody with yours, and now Prefer is scaring the hell out of everybody with this one. Yes. Alright, it's the narrative. Yes. Oh, from fighting hawk. Tomorrow, thirty. I want him to be
2: scared. Forty.
3: And he says that under his breath, really, 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 quiet. (laughs) Fifty-one.
1: Fifty-eight points of damage. Okay, I like to imagine that again. Super bright flash. First cut goes through, and more so than pulling the blade out, you just kind of like grab it, and And it just pulses bright, and you just push, and you just continue pushing it through his body and on this diagonal just falls to the floor, and blood is just... Cool. I'd also like to point
2: out, it seems like his Divine Smites just kept getting stronger and stronger throughout the battle because, like, they were regular yep. Divine Smites, and then he crit twice, so it just looks like he's just getting ramped up. Yep. Yeah, it's cool. Going
3: super steady. Yeah. Look at him
2: go. And so, so he does that, and Prudu, like, immediately just raises his great sword, and, like, he, like, kind of flip, flips it at the ground, like, to, like, get the blood to, like, kind of flip off, and then he holds over his, bot, like, his head, like, in a victory pose, and kind of, like... Poses for the whole stadium. Got it. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Holy crap.
1: Yeah. Safe to yeah. say we're going in So tomorrow. the field almost begins to sparkle. And Did I permacult two guys? <laughs> there's almost this rippling in the air, and it's their whole and complete bodies appear before you. Oh, okay. They don't wake up. Okay. And so Albert, who, for the record, is not in a suit anymore. He is now in, essentially, a dress made of uh, feathers. Green chartreuse feathers. And his hair is in these Princess Leia buns on the side of his head. Just kind of own it, man. Interesting. (laughs) We have a winner! And the crowd cheers. They... Are, it's not the same reaction as when Korath like overkilled. You can tell that they want like like there's a falter, but then it but then it actually builds this time, and right. you can tell that there's like added hype, and they're like, it wasn't just this. You know, maybe last time it was this combination of like, is that really that really happened? Like the team captain of like some group that we know to be like s- some of the strongest adventurers right. in Atroon, like this newcomer really like they're almost like did like is this rigged kind of situation right. but now like seeing it live again happening before their eyes they're they're, they're they've begun to buy into the hype and, <laughs> that's uh, what's up and they're cheering and so actually medics come out and they actually administer cool some lay on because even though it was thing. an illusion, it's still that kind of like you can still wake up sweating. You can right. still wake up your heart pounding. A, like- a little bit of the the trauma can kind of carry over into the physical world. Cool. And so they they eventually get them up and
2: and I like ripped them apart.
1: Actually, you see that when when they actually go over to um, dark depths, there's just this kind of like shadow that fills the area, and actually these. Um, uh, just literally like a 20 foot radius of black inky tentacles yeah. come out and actually begin to grab and strangle the medics. <laughs> and then like, you actually, like it actually like, there's a, an actual panic and like, like some guards start to come over and they eventually, they just dissipate and the guards are just like, the, the medics are just standing there and dark depths is just, just standing there and a, if both a, of them, a, yeah. a dark blue portal opens up and they walk through it and the portal shimmers both and vanishes. Them? No, just dark depths. Okay. Um, so I would walk over to the other guy and just be like,
2: that, that was an excellent fight. You are quite the swordsman. Apparently not good enough.
1: We, uh, we're all here for a challenge, right? <clears throat> he puts his sword on his back and begins to walk away. I wish you the best of luck. Guy's a jerk. Uh, so, so with that, if if you've been keeping track at home, people, as far as point goes, yeah, what points go in the other fight? for Oh, right. So as you as you kind of go up and clean things up, the, the next fight begins. It's uh the Duke is evil from the Resurgence, it's Zap Canagan from the Evokers, and it's Gormok Urso. In the same way that uh Perfidulo just kind of like brutally yeah. dismembered. Um yeah. do any of you watch the fight or are you kind of like Perfect little watch. he's like, taking his boots off to give back to Korath. Okay, it's uh, it's very one-sided. Gormak Urso from the Shifters is, yeah, it, You see that in the beginning of the fight, his pickaxes almost glow red, and it looks as if they've uh, almost transmuted. So it's it's almost as if they're made out of ice. But when ice is red, it looks a lot like frozen blood. And so basically, with these like blood, frozen blood pickaxes, it's just like. You know, and, and they're piercing weapons, but he's he uses them to literally like catch parts of their arm and then pull and tear and rip off limbs before they go down. And so there is like a that same reaction where they were kind of like, was that necessary? That's the reaction worse at the end of their fight. At the end of the fight, you see his whole ensemble kind of glow red, and it ends up back in like the tunic and whatnot that he was wearing. And his he puts his pickaxes together and they form one red. Baton that he puts back on his holster, and he walks. and People like kind of like are waving oh. at him, and he he just ignores them and heads back up into his tower. Who was eliminated first? Uh, the Evokers. Sorry, I actually didn't say. Yeah, Zap Canagan, okay. all cocky and whatnot, eliminated first. So that puts the the totals for the day, if my math is correct, and I believe that it is my the Evokers walked away with four points, and Team Liberty walked away with only six points, eliminating both of them from the competition. <sighs> Uh, the Team resurgence. Liberty. The resurgence had eight. How the, res- the commanders what? of metal had ten. You had seventeen, and the shifters had eighteen.
3: Yes. Ooh, by one. Sorry. And so
1: those are the four teams remaining in. I did my thing. The. Are you, out you Competition. Ooh. <laughs> is it way to say that? No. All right. So there is kind worry. of a, a closing <laughs> so ceremony. And I think said somebody said something to the effect of, "For the most part, after the days you didn't want to like yep, go out and celebrate too much, you were gonna rest kind of keep it easy." I'm gonna give you five minutes of RP for those of you who have been asleep. I'm sorry that this has been very one person focused the past couple episodes, but we should uh, we should contact um, we should contact Aegisar and see if he heard about what happened in our chambers. Oh yeah,
3: um, window pulls out the sending stone and says. Hey, Aegisar. Um, hope you're enjoying the competition. But did you hear anything about the bodies in the rooms?
1: I did. Uh, my brother told me um, what had happened. I've sent some of uh, some soldiers from my company to look into it as well. And when you uh, get home, you actually do find people kind of wearing Aegisar's sort of uniform that the people from his branch of the Twelve Hands of the Monarchy, the Mm -hmm. people that work for him, they're standing basically guard at your door. And they don't seem like they're going to go anywhere. Okay.
2: Cool. Perfidula would kind of give him like a head nod as he just walks into the room. He just needs to recover and uh, get his health and spell slots back.
1: I'm assuming Lorthamar is going to like, probably like he knows him. It's like, oh, hey, Jeff. (laughs) Um, Roll a d20 and add... What's luck? What do we what do we what do we call? What's what's a luck modifier? You're not proficient in conspiracies. If yeah. if it was Winder, I would have given him proficiency in this. Yeah. You I'm should say um, no modifiers. Just if a ten or higher. Well, we'll see what the roll says. We should all roll for a for a a, 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 luck. a a luck. I don't know if you've ever seen the two additional ones in the book, honor and, yeah. and madness. I think the other one is. is uh, one I've never is? seen madness, but I've not, seen the honor one. It's not above ten. What is though? Six. Six. You you recognize one of them actually. Yeah, his name is Hernick Tumafo. <laughs> okay. That's not my best work. <laughs> Hernick <laughs> Tumafou. Um you you get the sense that in his past maybe someone who started his family had a sickness where they were covered in bumps and they beat it. They beat it. They beat it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and they beat it which is where they got the name tumorfo, which oh, which became I thought you said tumefo, which became which Tum-fo. became Tum-fo. Tum-fo. Okay. So, Hernick, okay, <laughs> You know this because you you've you've talked to him before.
4: Okay, I probably wouldn't talk to him again though. I, <laughs> the whole point of that, that was the first
0: conversation. you he had. Hey, want to hear <laughs> my <laughs> my lineage?
4: Yeah. The whole point of that that whole experience was to like get in, climb really fast, and then. Right. beat everybody else.
2: Right. So it's kind of just like a... Whatever. Got it. Perfect, deal. Good fight. Uh, thank you. Yeah, I, I feel good about that.
0: Yeah, that I felt was like excellent. I was just
2: getting in my groove before it ended. Yeah. You know? But, I mean, um, Well, I we'll I, see what happens tomorrow. I was commenting. It's, it's really like crazy convenient that we just found you on the side of the road right when we were heading towards this tournament. Thank you. Of course. I'm, I'm, I don't know that we've talked about this, but when we win, um, the gold... Well, I mean, you did
3: slice that guy in half, so you put in some—I'd say you put in some effort. We'll
2: we'll make sure you get a fair cut. All right, that's all I can ask for. Um,
3: Do you, do you all think it—it has been—I don't know—too easy? Kinda. I mean, let's not say anything, because then that means nothing will happen. Hopefully, fingers crossed, something will probably happen because it's just our luck. I mean, look who one of the opponents are.
1: But I mean, apparently the the real the the real adventuring companies like they don't always send their top guys. Uh, so by this point in the tournament, you, so you had heard that um, the kind of at first the Brotherhood of Engines and Team Liberty they would send like their best teams, and it became this kind of like who can win this year, and it stopped being fun. And so other like they actually had a hard time one year finding people, and so both of those teams kind of started sending their B teams. Mm-hmm. You're getting the feeling that this year they sent kind of their C team. Uh, cool. You and know
0: what? So, you
1: still get the money, though, and the win.
0: <laughs> yeah. Is,
1: is, the, is the feeling you get, for based on the reaction of the audience, of kind of applauding, and then kind of realizing that they recognize, wait, not recognize the individuals yeah. that were sent, except for maybe a few. And so you you do get that feeling. Cool.
4: Hey, maybe next time we could send our B team. <laughs> oh, that'd be interesting
1: Let's, You don't have a B team <laughs> You have Cliff who <laughs> you sent to another country Yeah,
4: no, ICO has a couple guys that are uh, Oh, yeah, that's true You're
1: like your F team are you, about mm, Bertrand? you got a goblin, man Yeah, it's true There's like got a goblin, 10 <laughs> A dwarf and a yeah. yeah No A one-armed dwarf The short team And a vacancy my boy oh, yeah, have, It's a very short team Yeah it's a very short team. Cool. So, with that, it seems like we're trailing off. Uh, maybe it's the end, of, time to reach the end of, of an episode. That was a longer one. Uh, the next one and the one after that will be also. Uh, so, if you liked the longer episode, then lucky you, listener. If you're like, that was a lot, then break it up. Come on, use your noggin. Yes. Uh, you can press pause. Yeah. You say live? So, we're going to end day two of the tournament. The Goblin Splooshers are. Pretty much, if you were if you were accumulating points over the course of the day, they're pretty much neck and neck with the Super Shifter Beef Squad. Uh, beef,
0: the Beef Squad. <laughs> I mean, oh you right. Just running. a bunch of beefy boys. <laughs> I have a beef with
1: everybody. <laughs> and we uh, are in
2: number one, though.
1: You are. You are slightly ahead of them. Uh,
2: how many points did they get day one? Uh, day one, the Super Shifters got ten. But that doesn't count. It doesn't. It, it doesn't add up. Got they got seventeen. 17 and we got twenty together. We got eighteen. And we got seventeen
1: today. Yeah. So they're two points they're two points behind you, yeah. So that's where we're gonna end this episode of This Is Gonna Hurt. This is good. Hope you hurt. enjoyed it. If you did go say things about us on iTunes, especially if they're nice things. Um, if you feel like giving us money because you're like, hey, I like these guys, I'll give them a dollar. Then uh, go check us out on uh, Patreon. Just about that, because I don't think we've ever said that doesn't go to our pockets. That's
2: literally for yeah. the cost of the podcast. Like yep. we have never paid ourselves with that. Yep. Just so you guys. Super are aware. true. Word. So,
1: Hosting, hosting, hosting and website, and website. We're yeah. occasionally putting out T-shirts and stuff on. We don't New even Paris. have to pay for that anymore. That's Shh, they don't guys. need to know that. Yeah, but we need to put time into like development. That's
2: true. To bring you the cool artwork that we work on.
1: So cool. All right. All right. Bye guys. Later. Bye. <laughs>
2: Hello everyone, we'd just like to take this moment to thank our patrons for bringing this episode to you So thank you to Austin, Gage, JJ, Jordan, Justin, Kim, Nathan, Neil, Phil, and Trevor Thank you guys for all your support and helping us to keep this podcast going